0: To the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast, trademark video podcast. I am so happy to have a wonderful, beautiful human soul and uh, really needs our support in every way that we can possibly. Uh, do, we have a lot of things in common, and so, and I know that you're going to relate to her in uh, some of her journey as well, because we're going to talk about uh, child loss and uh, miscarriages and things like that. So, her name is Kayla, and she is the director of Always Kimani Strong. Kayla, tell us about Always Kamani Strong. Tell us about Kamani and the story behind. And how do you help people through the uh, foundation? Thank you so much.
1: Hi, thank you for having me today. So, um, our story begins. <laughs> um, our story begins almost seven months ago uh, when they decided to deliver our little guy early. Um, I had severe preeclampsia, and my vision was getting really bad. So they delivered him at 23 weeks and five days. He was born January 23rd, 2022, and he weighed one pound, 11 ounces. No, one pound, eight ounces, 11.5 inches long. He was a little peanut. Little, little, little. Um, Kimari fought very hard in the NICU. He was in the NICU for 18 straight days. The first couple of days, they told me that he was just doing everything that a normal premature baby should be doing especially with lungs not being fully developed and stuff but then one night they were just noticing other things like his heart rate was too high his blood pressure was too low there's just things that were just something's up Mm -hmm. Uh, one day we walk in and we see him on an oscillator which is a bigger um, breathing support for babies Um, and they think that that was going to help. They were doing x-rays of his lungs and they were just seeing kind of like some cloudiness and then they'll see some clear. So it was just kind of telling them that something was going on there. And then one, one night a nurse, she, when I was talking to her, she was like, you know what? I think he has an infection. I really think he has an infection. I think he's sick. And then they did a blood culture. The blood culture came like super fast and um, it was found to be MRSA. So they had to continue doing cultures, and um, my baby just started getting worse. Mm. Um, On February tenth, we decided to say goodbye to him because the the infection took over his lungs, and he was already in chest tubes. Doctors were coming in and out almost every night to try to save his life, and I didn't want him to suffer anymore, so. We didn't want him to suffer anymore. So it was a very unexpected heart decision. Thanks. And it was just something that, like, at that moment, we didn't, we were just going with whatever the doctor was telling us. And it was just, it was just shocking. It was just all a blur. Um, Kimani passed away in my arms. It was my first time holding him and he passed away February 10th. <laughs> 2022 at 4 34 p.m with me and my husband there with him we hold him to his last breath um our saying in the NICU when he was in there was um, keep money strong like my hashtag every time i would do videos on his progress What people wanted you know wanted to know you know how he was doing was, you know the stay Kimani strong Kimani strong and then when he he passed away it was like I will always think Kimani strong so it was just like it was just something you know and then um I just felt like I didn't want to do anything else After I started up so um I went to school for nail tech I was a nail tech I decided to take classes for photography I had everything to do photography and do everything um I had my business going and everything and then when he wasn't here it's like I didn't want to do anything no more so um at the time you know I was just like kind of limbo, not knowing what I wanted to do grieving because you know that's all you can do you got to take your time instead of pushing and doing other stuff um and then Sarah from love for lily she was there for me and kimani from day one she's a nonprofit here in colorado and um she inspired me and she was there when my son passed away and that was the first time because when i first met her she didn't tell me her baby passed away she told me her baby was also in a nikki warrior like our kimani was and then when kimani passed away and she came in she told us that you know she also had to say goodbye to her lily very early like we did with kimani and she inspired me yeah. to do to do something for Kimani so nobody will forget his name. And um, I started off with her helping me write his story, and she put it on his page. I started sharing his story, and then I started talking to my partners more about, like, trying to kind of do this and do a nonprofit. And um, they were all for it. They're very supportive, and it's the only thing that I find driven for me right now and the only thing that kind of motivates me to do anything um uh we call it always Kimani strong and our mission is to help NICU parents that are having a hard time and what we give them is uh care bags there's things that I wish that I had when I was in the NICU I wish I had something to entertain me like a coloring book I wish I had like little hats or little outfits just to put on my baby because at that time he couldn't put on like outfits but he could put different hats So we offer, like, different hats to these moms. We offer, and it's it's called NICU Inspirational Book. We also offer journals. We give them water bottles. We give um, postpartum care, like, anything that they need after birth anything for breasts like because a lot of moms do tend to pump I was one of those and I wish I had like stuff to help me so I, I want to help these moms get that stuff because when you have a baby at 23 weeks you don't plan to have a kid so early you're planning to have your baby at 40 weeks on your due date you know so when things like this happen unexpectedly like you know you need all the support and help that you can get yeah. and then after losing him I felt lost they gave me a they gave me a purple folder, and they told me that anything that we needed was in there. And yeah, I found certain things. But now that I'm doing my own nonprofit, I'm finding that there's so many nonprofit organizations out there that will help you for a funeral thing, arrangements for your child. They will help you with um, getting something like a weighted bear or, or like something that kind of feels like you you're not empty handed. Mm -hmm. um i partnered up with another company it's called love vegas she the only reason why we partnered up was because my daughter won a um a challenge and she makes like these cool cocoa melon bags and she and she was like you know i'm giving a giveaway and my daughter lily won and it was super cool and she she stayed in touch with us and she made kimani at teddy bears. so i mean um an elephant that's the elephant dumbbell kind of represents Kimani and the moon so she made Kimani an elephant with all his information and everything so I partnered up with her to give grieving parents these types of like mementos and I also make jewelry I make healing bracelets for infant moms all, um, all of our jewelry are made with like gems we make other little things just to make parents feel better um, we give them our grieving book um, Always came Kimani Strong also partnered up with the Gemma Project which they're in Florida and in October we will be releasing our memorial book. It's a baby book but it's a memorial baby book. You In the beginning it talks about how you met daddy and mom, how your family started kind of like a baby book but then it goes into like what happened? Something went wrong and then that's when you go on. In the end there's a the part where mom can talk about her starting of healing how does she start healing and then there's a journal. So yeah we are we work on helping Nikki parents with care bags and we help with grieving parents to walk with them on this horrible horrible journey that nobody wants to talk about. That's right.
0: okay so for those that are listening watching but don't know what a Nicu parent is, Please tell us what NICU stands for.
1: That's a hard one because I never learned it. No, I, <laughs> it's like neonatal even, something. I,
0: it's yeah, no, and it's fine. And, and I, the only reason I know it is because I've gone through similar situations, mm-hmm. so I know it. But that's fine. But I want our viewers to um, also know. Uh, it's yeah. I think it's neonatal.
1: It's neonatal
0: Care Unit.
1: Yep. Right? Neonatal so Intensive Care Unit, is, yeah. For those that um, are like, what's a NICU parent?
0: So a neonatal intensive care unit is where a newborn neonatal baby mm-hmm. is taken to if they have any sort of uh, breathing problem or... Yeah you know, any
1: issue, after, you know, any, any, yeah. any
0: type of complication.
1: Yeah. That. And it's crazy because a lot of babies that are full term also come out with so many complications uh-huh. and they need oxygen and stuff. And I actually heard half of the babies in the NICU are full term babies that are born with complications or birth defects.
0: Yeah. I've seen full term babies born with, um, without a, a nose. I've mm-hmm. literally seen that. Or cleft
1: lip, I see. And it
0: happens because the, uh, I looked it up. I was like, what's up with that? You know, I really want to, mm-hmm. I really wanted to know. It's basically like if they're missing like a, a chromosome or if there's like a, um, something, a glitch in the chromosome of yeah the baby or whatnot. It's just, you just never know. So please. That makes sense. Yeah. Hug all of your babies. And be uh grateful for your healthy babies out there. Yes. And children. For real.
1: Be yeah. very grateful when your babies are healthy and if your babies make it out of the Nick, you just kiss them and hug them and spoil the hell out of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so and then um at the beginning I thought that we were gonna talk a little bit about uh miscarriage as well. You talked about mm-hmm. child loss and uh, I had a uh, about eight or nine years ago, I had a three-month miscarriage. And so, I remember still, I feel the loss of that child, you know. So, it doesn't matter how... And for you, Kayla, it's been seven months. I mean, I know you're still in the grieving process. I know you're still in the, In I'm still in the grieving process after, you know, eight or nine years. However, I chose to not grieve... In a proper way or in a healthy mm-hmm. fashion yeah. and so the point of me even saying all this is please grieve properly everybody like if you lose a child or if you lose a loved one or a parent or what have you learn how to grieve properly I know that there is like five stages of grief there's probably more by now you know the uh the shock the denial the bargaining the depression
1: the anger there's so much that goes with the anxiety ptsd because you go through like the trauma of Mm -hmm. seeing your child fight for his life every single day Mm -hmm. you think that you're dying and it's just grief your body hurts you get like flu like symptoms you get sick, and it's all grief. You're sitting here like, I think I need to go to the doctor. No, it's just grief. Like grief can take that huge of a tone in the human body. And you know, to us, it doesn't matter when, how many weeks we were in our pregnancies. Once we got those two little lines, there were our babies. I had a miscarriage um in November of 2019. We lost that little person in nine to ten weeks. And I was devastated because we were trying and I had to get two procedures to figure out what the heck was wrong with me. Why couldn't I get pregnant when I already had children, you know, and um, they had to do a laparoscopy and no hysteroscopy. They found polyps. Six months later, I started again with the same issues. They went more extreme and they found an infection in my endometrium that was actually taking over everything that was basically making me you can't have kids period you're done <laughs> so antibiotics for two weeks fixed that. then we found out we were pregnant and I was still healing and I was going through a lot of complications through my healing because I caught a hematoma in my 11 centimeter hematoma in my abdominal cavity and I was in so much pain and then that's around the time we found out we were pregnant with, with that little guy and it was just I guess my body was just not healthy enough to carry full term and I was like I was devastated and that was my first time feeling that way, you know. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't know if to grieve or not. And like, I mean, I was, I was very hurt. I cried, yes. I took my anger and everything, but I don't know. It was just different compared to this one. Right. This one kicked my ass. I feel like, <laughs> it, like, knocked me down. Um, right, right. I after, yeah, after him, like, I was able. To we had another one, Lily, and she came out. <clears throat> she was also in the NICU. She was delivered early. But she was perfect. She met all her milestones. Beautiful little girl, 18 months, running around like crazy. And then I came out and she's like, yeah. It was just... Like... <laughs> right.
0: The, one of the, the biggest uh, things is, uh, is why. Why, 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 why? Why, and and we why know the why. child loss? Why the miscarriage is why the infertility there's so many couples out there that cannot have children they can't even conceive like they can't even get pregnant and then some of them get pregnant and then they have miscarriages so it's not just about child loss it's not just about miscarriage it's about infertility you know it's just it's it's, it's, it's so much it's so much around it it's traumatizing and the and the biggest question is why? Why did this not happen? Why did this happen this way? Etc. So my point is the last healing part of grief is acceptance. Okay? And that's what I want to end with today. Acceptance. Um, accepting that these are the facts, whether we like it or not, is what's gotten me through the rougher times because, you know, um, I had to accept that, that Ronan was not going to be in my life. Oh yeah. I showed you the the tattoo earlier. So Ronan, I had to accept that. I had to accept it forever. Do I like it? I still don't like it. Am I ever Mm -hmm. going to be happy about it? Probably not, (laughs) you know, um, and i think
1: that's the hardest part accepting it and like sitting here and like sitting here like this this is my reality i need to face it this is my reality but i just need to learn how to walk through this on a healthy way but then you're sitting here like but how do i do it when i'm so heartbroken (laughs) so it's like all these why's like you said why how you know how do i do this Mm -hmm. but it just takes of taking a deep breath and just taking that little small baby step and just going
0: I also think that it's really important to remember it is not your fault. It is not my fault. It's nothing that I did. It's nothing that you did. It's just the way it's that it's
1: just Fly. the
0: way it is. And that's it.
1: Yeah. That's it. And there's a lot of things we don't like in this life and this exactly. is one of them.
0: There's other stuff too. There's uh, you know, somebody stole my car a few months ago. I didn't like that yeah anyway
1: well, Kayla, a lot it's so
0: great having you you're amazing thank you for all the work that thank you're doing. you all the care packages for the NICU parents at the hospitals for the child loss and the grief that you're helping with and um, thank you so much uh, your information mm-hmm. will be in the description below for your your hyperlinks will be there so that people can go to your website and get a hold of you donate to your foundation you. to your nonprofit, and uh always thank you. strong will uh, live on forever which is great yes um thank you thank you so much yes. everybody uh thank you Kayla for being here
1: thank you so much for your time and there's also a link for um I'll just send you the tree link in the tree link it takes you everywhere we have oh, an oh, Amazon oh, wishlist oh, where oh. people can help yeah, people can help for like toothbrush and stuff. So that's, everything's all in there. That's
0: my favorite. It's got all the links. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um thank you. I have started this thing and I forgot to mention it at the beginning, but I'm giving y'all some marketing tips at the end of every episode. Even though I didn't mention it at the beginning, I'm still gonna give it to you at the end. So your marketing tip of the day is think about your audience and what your audience <coughs> wants, needs, and uh, can get from you, versus you putting out what you want to put out about you. It's not about you. When it comes to business, Mm -hmm. it's about what you put out for your audience so that your audience can benefit, not you put out for your own benefit. And a lot of people don't understand that. And I didn't understand it at the beginning. But um, it's really helped me in my business. So I hope it helps you. Have a great, fabulous weekend and see y'all soon.
1: Bye. Thank you.